This is Hallway Chats, where we meet people who use WordPress. We ask questions, and our guests share their stories, ideas, and perspectives. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 141. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Rachel McCool. Rachel is a senior community manager at GoDaddy and has been there for five years managing the online community and other community programs. She's been a community professional for over 15 years. She lives in the San Francisco Bay Area and loves to hike, travel, and she's a collector of many things. She also sells odds and ends online and has done so for 20 years. Welcome, Rachel. Really glad to see you here today. Hey, you guys. Really, really happy to be here with you. Oh, it's a delight to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Rachel, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, please? Yeah, so I, I've had a, a really interesting career path um, to share with you. You know, I I was in one career and then I, I got into marketing and then that transitioned into this community um, profession that I'm in. And it's really been quite a, a journey for me. And I have to say that, you know, I'm, I'm personally passionate about what I do. Um, just really love interacting with, um, with customers and people and, and believe that community is such a, a driver of business and learning and um, engaging conversation and a great way to get to know others. Yeah, I have um, appreciated getting to know you in the GoDaddy community and can can sense that that is something that you're passionate about and really good at. Tell me a little bit about this community idea or this community profession, because it's something that I feel is well known in our WordPress community because we are a community, but I've never really uh, otherwise heard about it as a thing. And so is it a thing? You've done this at other places, I assume. What what is, how long has that been a thing? And talk a little bit more about what that's about and how prevalent it is or isn't. Yeah, well, I'm going to date myself here, you guys, but um, I was at eBay, early days of eBay. Um, in the, I joined the company in the year 2000. And really, that was really the start of kind of online communities, people getting together, um, you know, obviously eBay was like a new way for people to sell stuff online and people were learning together and just grew this like really powerful and impactful community where people would like get to know each other. They'd share things that challenges that they were having and, you know, somebody else would try something and they would share like what they tried. And it was just, it was amazing and it grew really fast and it was super inspirational. And, um, that really led to us doing a lot of things of trying to get people connected and together. And one of the things that we found was a lot of our customers were, you know, solopreneurs, right? They were, they were by themselves, they were working out of their homes and they just, they'd get lonely and they'd want to like get to know other people. And so a lot of over, over the course of the time, and I was there for almost nine years, you know, I saw a lot of people become really good friends and they would, you know, they, maybe they sold the same types of things. Maybe they sold different types of things, but they all had in common, you know, selling online and trying to grow businesses. And I was 
personally inspired by the the stories, the growth stories of people, you know, they'd start in their homes, they'd have to get a new a warehouse, and then they'd have then they'd have two warehouses and three warehouses and just, you know, continuing to grow their businesses. Um, but, you know, again, the the underlying power of it was that relationship building and, and people sharing and the excitement around it as as their businesses grew. Interesting. I've never thought about eBay as being like a community or the first of communities in that way. So eBay people as a whole, they are a community amongst themselves, the people who sell on eBay. Yes. That's what you're describing. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, and then also kind of with, with GoDaddy, very similar, right? All, all small businesses, um, people who are, again, looking to, you know, meet other people, potentially learn some stuff from other people. Um, and then also there's, you know, a lot of people who are experts um, who have really gone through a lot, learned a lot, and, and they're, they're happy to share with others, help others, mentor others, you know, in, in their journey. And I think as a mentor, too, you always learn, you know, it never, it doesn't stop just because all of a sudden you, you seem to master something. And, you know, that's a, this year, I think, in particular for 2020 is a good example of, of challenges that we all face and, um, you know, how you have to psych, psychologically think about trying new things and pivoting, even if you're an expert in something. Yeah, I think that's that's a really valid point as mentors always will keep learning. I'd be really interested just to go back in time is, you know, with social media, community building becomes easier. It's never mm -hmm. easy, but community building online in 2000, what did that look like? Yeah, it was really raucous, to be honest with you. It was like, <laughs> you know, the... It was kind of funny. Um, again, it was all new to me. I, I was a marketer. You know, I came into I came into eBay as a marketer, and um, I actually was hired, which was kind of an interesting connection to my collectibles. I was hired as a collectibles category manager, um, and which collecting is all about community. I mean, you know, it's people like sharing stuff and and you know, selling stuff back and forth and getting to know again, people that like collect the, the same kinds of stuff like you. So I came in with that like mentality. Um, but it was really interesting. I mean, there was, there wasn't a lot of rule establishment about, you know, behavior online. The forums were really, you know, super basic. Um, and, you know, people just got in there and just did it. And then there were, you know, really early community managers that helped to like drive conversation and just kind of keep people being good. Um, eBay had a had a mantra of, of people are basically good, um, which I always really loved, and I really really believe that. Um, That's a great that mantra. There's a there's a small fringe uh, always in life of small fringe of people that are not necessarily good, but most people are, and mm -hmm. want to do the right thing. And you know, part of a, a a community manager in whatever aspect of community you're, you're dealing with is to, to help people to, you know, keep on the up and up and keep the conversation positive and helpful and engaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I'm curious about the collectors. Is there, can you think of a, a collector's group or item group of items that would, that surprised you or that, that's surprising, like something that people collect that you might never think of? Is there anything oh my that God. jumps out? Um, you know, I like I, I Terry, you mentioned in my intro, I've been I've been a collector for a long time and I've sold a lot of stuff online. I mean, 
there's stuff that, you know, even now, like I'll go to an estate sale and I'll buy something. My husband's like, you're going to buy that? Like, who's going to buy that? And it's amazing the stuff that like I have sold online of things that you would never think somebody would buy, but they do. Yeah. Uh, I sell, I sell a lot of ephemera, you know, paper goods stuff that, you know, and just crazy stuff. Like people buy a lot of stuff from hotels and travel and all sorts of things like that. Um, But I pretty much sold just about everything online except for a car. Um, And that does happen too. I have a friend that bought a car on eBay. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of the 40 year old virgin when I think of eBay. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Let's just store, sell it on eBay or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) But getting back to uh, one of the things that you mentioned, Tara, is that um, again, people like to come together and they like to talk about things that they're interested in or passionate about. And so, you know, a lot of companies have communities now and, you know, Liam, you, you were kind of talking a, a bit about social channels. And so the, the original community stuff was really on these like forums, you know, and, and they started, I don't know, way back in like the mid nineties, um, maybe even before that, but you know, the, so there was, there was a trend in the, early 2000s with companies of having online communities and then this social media thing like started to boom and everybody's like you know screw the the forum stuff let's just do social stuff and so you know that kind of built meanwhile there were there were a lot of companies that still had their communities and it's been a very interesting trend now where a lot of companies have started their own communities again in the last couple of years. And that's because it's very difficult to, there's so many social channels, it's really difficult for companies to manage all of the conversations. And it's, it's um, in some ways easier to just have their own community where they can kind of, you know, talk and have their customers come and, and share. Um, so, you know, it's, trends it's always interesting to watch trends of of what happens and it's the same thing like with what you guys do of being part of wordpress community i'm sure it's like really dispersed right and it's like difficult to know like for somebody who's newer in it where should they go like should they be in this group this group you know it's it's really hard to to give people advice on where to start because there's there's so much conversation going on yeah, it's a great opportunity for companies like GoDaddy. I mean, I think I recall back when I first started learning about the WordPress community and using WordPress, um, Mendel Kurland was, you know, had, I think, just started as the evangelist, I think was the the title that the official title that he had, which really was like a community uh, engagement professional. And, um, and it was a very, very big benefit for me in my relationship with GoDaddy in those early days, because I felt like I knew somebody at GoDaddy who cared about my experience. And so I think, you know, there are multiple levels of of benefits that having a community um, manager, community managers, people who are focusing on that certainly is something that's, I think, relatively new. And I just, I think in WordPress, it's become very common. Most WordPress products hosting companies have these community outreach customer service in in a, in a some way I guess it is but it's expanded so much beyond that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really it's really 
way past that, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's for, for people like what I do, it's, it's more of, you know, again, engaging people in conversation, ha- having customers help each other, um, you know, learning opportunities, um, and, and again, relationship building, right? It's, you know, and the other thing that's really interesting about most companies is, you know, and I, I will say this definitely for our company is, you know, you guys might meet me and you guys might hear from me and think, oh, well, you know, gee, are, are the rest of the people at the company, do they really have that same energy and enthusiasm about me as a customer? And, you know, I have to say, i I've worked in, you know, lots of different companies and I have to say that, you know, my my energy and enthusiasm around customers is very much reflected in the the people that I work with. You know, like I would not work at our company if if I didn't feel that way. And the same with our leadership. You know, I, I feel like, you know, really, really care about our customers and want to want to do the right thing. Um, but again, you know, like the the piece of it that I most love is you guys connecting with each other. Um there Tara's part of a program that that I've run in the company and um you know mostly developers that stuff that you know the, the work that you guys do and just the thing that I've loved out of the group is the relationships that have formed and the the work that is being shared you know um whether it's you guys working on projects together or it's you know you can't it's it's not the right project for you, but boy, you know somebody else that's a friend of yours that you can trust that you would be happy to refer that that customer to. Um, and just you know the, the again kind of watching other conversations going on, the sharing and and things like that. I mean, I really love that. And if there was anything that I walked away from my role, um, it's like you know helping to make those connections. Yeah, that's a, such an interesting role for bigger companies, because if we think about local business and local businesses doing business locally, it's all about, you know, talk to Rachel, she can help with this, talk to Tara, oh yeah, she deals with that, she'll fix that for you. And that's, it was interesting to see companies like GoDaddy and others start to roll out that kind of customer service, community builder, relationship builder, all rolled into one where normally it's a few hundred dollars a year and you never hear from the company right you mm-hmm. know, i'll buy your product in that and now there there becomes a real relationship is and there becomes an opportunity to to go to the go to the big company and say i'm having this problem can you help me solve it where if we just gave our money and left it at that there, there wouldn't have the relationship the company wouldn't have the interest because they wouldn't know who we are mm-hmm. and um we wouldn't feel comfortable going to them so it's it's so Certainly as a as a business owner in a tech sector where there's lots and lots and lots of technical services that might meet our needs, increasingly I'm I'm steering towards companies that have the support and the relationship where I can where problems crop up or creep up that I can get the support that I need to address them. You know, without having to pay an arm and a leg, always happy to pay for quality service, but just to see that not everything comes back to the dollar and it's about relationships. So it's really exciting to see that evolve Mm -hmm. and to see it grow in different industries too, for sure. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's this, and again, you know, coming back to 2020 and the the challenges that everybody is having, um, you know, it's more important and powerful um, now more than ever for people to connect and and learn and share, um, you know, 
and to not feel alone, right? I think, I think this year just with COVID and, you know, so many small businesses having challenges to figure out like next steps and how to do things. And it's been honestly, for me, watching what's going on, you know, I know a lot of people are still suffering, um, for sure. And, but there's been so many really cool things that have come out of it. You know, people have tried new things and, um, you know, talked to others and gotten some really good ideas. And, and one of the things, and Tara did this with us, we have a, a monthly virtual meetup that's presented by one of our customers to share their expertise on, you know, subjects. And, you know, it's become really popular, um, avenue for for our customers to join in in here because you know certainly we have a lot of expertise in our company as well but you guys are the ones that are doing this every single day you're running your businesses every single day and so other people want to hear from you because you know like they want to hear like what's worked for you what challenges have you had how have you overcome your challenges um and just you know the, the reality of running small business right now and really really impactful for a lot of people and I know they're very grateful when they're able to to hear from people who um who have expertise running a business in COVID-19 is definitely a challenge to keep it successful and I'm going to use that as a point to ask you one of our signature questions about success Rachel how would you define success you can share a professional opinion maybe you have a personal uh definition I'm sorry you have a professional definition maybe personal or maybe it's a mix of both for you how do you define success? Yeah, it's really interesting. I I uh, I ask myself that a lot. Um, I think I've definitely had I call it stops and starts in my career. Um, and I look at when I look at my journey for my career, and and I think like overall I've been successful. Um, you know, would I have at at the stops point would I have felt like I was successful? Maybe not. But when I look back on, and this is why I think it's really important to always really kind of look back at your journey and being able to take out the the parts that you see like, wow, that actually, you know, that one thing that seemed bad at the time, then led me down this path to something really, really good. Or I, you know, I met somebody who really helped to change my thought process, my attitude about something. And, um, you know, so I, I feel like success changes every single day. Um, you know, sometimes it depends on your mood. <laughs> sometimes it depends on like the people you meet, um, and interact with. And, you know, I think setting goals for yourself is pretty important. Um, but also just know that things happen in life sometimes that put seeming like stop signs up in front of you and, you know, as long as you can see around them and understand that, like, there are green lights that happen um, and then you get a go again. But, you know, so much of it is just really attitude towards things. Yeah, I like that. I especially like uh, looking back at the journey, I think, especially in a time like a COVID-19 and all the other chaos right now that we can lose the forest for the trees and, you know, maybe we're not hitting new sales numbers because of the chaos of the economy. But if we sit a few moments quietly and reflect and say, Oh, well, we learned this and we've made a new relationship with these folks. And, and, you know, we, 
we survived six months so far of a global health pandemic and our business is still here. So that's a success. I think, I think that's really valuable and often overlooked in terms of trying to measure success because it, it can be tempting to just measure by the numbers and all numbers are part of it. They're certainly not the whole picture. Yeah. I think that's a super important point. Um, you know, it, it's, it's always really good to have numbers and measure things, you know, business wise. But I also think that from a, a, a personal people perspective, like just being able to look at, wow, what did I learn from this? And really trying to pull out the good from the bad. And I believe, you know, once we get past COVID, you know, when that's going to be, but I think many people are going to reflect back going like, wow, there was actually some really good things that came out of this. And, you know, a great example from for where I live, like the Bay Area has been incredibly expensive for small business and has pushed out a lot of small business because of rents and all sorts of stuff. And, you know, yes, COVID's terrible and it's it's hurt us, but at the same time, I believe it's going to help small business to thrive more so in the Bay Area now because rents have come down and, um, you know, people who, for instance, in the restaurant industry have been wanting to create restaurants for a long time, but couldn't get into a space because it was too expensive or couldn't afford staff or whatever. Now we're going to have an opportunity to come in and, you know, start businesses and stuff. So I, I personally believe there's going to be a lot of really cool stuff that's going to come out of this over the next couple of years. And we're going to see a lot of businesses thrive. That's great to hear. I like that positive message. It makes yeah. me feel hopeful. <laughs> that's in- I had not heard that about rents going down. That's really interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. If that's, if that's yeah. happening everywhere. Yeah. I would expect it's probably happening a lot of places as yeah. the global economy realizes, hey, we can be productive at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you, Rachel, I'm really excited to see where all this goes. I mean, we've, we've because of COVID, we've taken that shop from home, work from home trend and, and you know, sped it up a million times. And suddenly everybody realizes we don't need to be in this location to thrive as a business. We're not going to do business the same way, but it's different. And mm-hmm. I just want to share just briefly uh, the one of the positives of, you know, as much as we all loathe being on yet another Zoom call, and we're on a lot of them, uh, my own family, I've had a great opportunity to do regular Zoom calls with my wider extended family. So I'm getting to see my, my nieces and my nephews, who I would only see once or twice a year now. I'm seeing them every week, and um, especially the really young ones that change, and they're loving being loving the the digital attention so that's it's say i don't know that i would swap it if we could go back and not have it i don't know that i would take that but uh trying to look for the positives in times of challenge that is so cool you know i i hadn't even really thought about that but that's really true like i had a call with my brother and sister on sunday a zoom call and my sister lives in alaska and my brother lives in wisconsin and you know, we maybe see each other in person if we're lucky once a year, one, you know, every two to three years. So, you know, now to actually be able to see each other in person and talk and stuff like that, it is pretty cool. Um, and we wouldn't have done that before. We'd never even thought about doing that before. So, yeah. 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 My family, same. I've seen my kids more now than I did before COVID, even though they live across the country. So that is, yeah, yeah that's true. I, I wonder though, also, because we are a little Zoom exhausted, what it means for communities, because mm-hmm. the communities that we have now are online. And I, you know, some of my 
favorite relationships that I have are with people who don't, who aren't in my local community. So, you know, as we talk about communities, we become less engaged with the people across the street um, than we are with the people across the country or across the state or whatever. Uh, it, it's a reshaping of community. And I hope that we still have the opportunity to have that local connection, the local community to talk to the neighbors and, and reach out and have that connection as well. But I think that's going to be harder and harder to, to maintain as we're stuck inside. I'm inside, you know, in my office, I don't see what's going on outside most of the day. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting, Tara. I actually, I, I totally believe that it will be restored. Um, Cause you know, people, even if, even if you say you don't, I mean, there's, there's friends of mine that jokingly say like, I don't like people. Um, and, it, and it's like, no, everybody needs people. And it's, you know, good to see people in person. And even like in a city where I live, um, you know, our houses are kind of in my, my street, our houses are butt up, butted up against each other. And, you know, sometimes like I'll go for months, maybe not seeing somebody, but I always say like, we have a dog. So getting a dog out for a walk is a really great way to get to know people in your neighborhood. Unless and, you have a mean dog like me. Well, <laughs> yes. I have to unless, cross the street. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not good. My, mine's actually pretty noisy dog, but, um, but you know, that that's a great way to get to know people. We have a park right up behind our house. I've gotten to know more people in the neighborhood since we got our dog, you know, eight years ago than we did, you know, yeah. 10 years before that. Yeah. And that's, that's like a mini community, right. Of people mm -hmm. that have dogs and have gotten to know each other. But I like that a lot because like, I live in a place that has earthquakes and, you know, I just go like, if we were to have a big earthquake, it's good to know people that are in the area, you know, right in the neighborhood. Um, so I don't think that's going to go away. And, and in fact, my prediction is once we get past COVID and everybody feels, you know, more comfortable gathering, we're going to see a trend back to like people gathering in person, you know, like in their neighborhoods and yeah. doing fun stuff together. And because we're all going to be like starved for it, right? Yeah, I love your positivity and optimism. It's hitting me at a perfect time. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad. Thanks. So then I'm going to take you onto another question. Um, while you're while you're on a roll <laughs> with all this great happy stuff, do you have some advice that you um, that you've heard or taken and implemented into your life that you'd share with us that that's been helpful and meaningful for you? Yeah. So one of my one of my things that that I have really, I say, and it has really happened to me many times is when one door closes, look for new doors to open. And I have found um, people who have that attitude definitely have new doors that open for them. And I've also had people who I've known who do not have that attitude and continually seem like they feel like they have no doors opening for them. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I believe in energy, um, like positive energy. And if you have positive energy, no matter how down you may feel um, at, at a certain point in time, as long as you're open to new opportunities coming your way, that things will come your way. You have to, you know, you have to do some work. You can't just sit back and, you know, hope that something's going to come your way. You gotta, you gotta go for it. But um, you know, I've, I've certainly had multiple times in my career where something has, again, seemed to be 
bad um, and like something amazing has happened. And that's actually kind of how I got into community, doing doing community as a profession. So I love that you said look for new doors to open. And it's not, and your further explanation, it's not that new doors absolutely will open in easy, relevant ways, but they will open if you look and you consider your options and maintain a positive and open mind about what a quote unquote good door looks like. I love that. I just love that. Life yeah. is what you make of it. Uh, you know, we can be handed the short end of the stick a lot, but but sometimes that, that short end can prove a useful pry bar. Wherever the metaphor is going, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's it's been really interesting. I, I've had some people in my life that I consider negative people. Um, and I tend to try not to surround myself with that energy, but um, they're constantly saying like, this didn't work, this didn't work, this didn't work. And it's like, God, maybe you need to have an attitude adjustment because who wants to deal with that? Like, you know, that kind of negative thing. And also, you know, like you guys are small business people, but for people who are, you know, wanting to stay and working for companies, you know, and are looking for a job, you got to put yourself out there. You know, I've, I've said that always, like, you got to get, you got to get out there. Like people are, you can't just sit back and like, hope somebody's going to call you about a job that might happen, but it's more of an odds, odds play. And that the more you get out there and talk to people and the better chance you are going to have to, you know, get your next job. And, you know, it's the same thing with small businesses. Like, you know, if, if there's something you really want to do, like go out there and figure out how to do it. Um, and, you know, start small. You, you don't, you know, trying to do grandiose plans from the very beginning, that, that's really hard. But if you start small and talk to other people like you guys, you know, you can make it and do it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely true of small business too. You have to, you really have to go out and put yourself out there as well. It takes a lot of, a lot of confidence to do. So, Yeah. Um, well, Rachel, we are wrapping up on time here. It's gone by so fast. I've loved chatting with you and I'm really great, glad, grateful that you could join us today and share so much positive energy. It's a good time for that. Thanks for doing that. Where can people find you online? Uh, well, you know, I am on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn. I will put out a shout. Um, we have a, an open, we stand LinkedIn group, um, which I'd love everybody to join. It's growing group. And we have a, a weekly meetup that we do um, that's driven by a guy named Adam, Adam Griggs. And so he just interviews, you know, small business people and their stories. So love for you guys to be a part of that. Rachel, it's been a real pleasure to, uh, to spend time with you and to get to know you a little bit. Thank you so much for, for joining us. And as Rachel shared, uh, Rachel shared, now I'm all off my talking game too. It's Tara <laughs> shared. I've really enjoyed your positivity and, and the, the, the energy that you've brought to this conversation. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. Uh, I've, you know, over, over my career, people always say to me like, Oh my God, you're so positive. I'm like, I always joke and say like, yeah, I come home and beat my husband. Oh. Um, you have no idea, but, but you know, it's like all of us have challenges. Right. And, and I, I truly do believe that if you surround yourself with like positive people, like no matter how hard things are, like you're gonna, you're gonna be okay. Um, and so, you know, let's just get past 2020 and into yeah. 2021 and, <laughs> 
Yes. Be hopeful. Yeah, for yeah. sure. All right. Well, thanks, yeah. Rachel. Thanks again. Yeah. Bye-bye. Thanks, you guys. Have a good rest of the day. Take thanks. care. Bye. Okay, Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.